Hello, my name is Adam Eason. Welcome to episode 93 of Hypnosis Weekly. Hypnosis friends and a very warm welcome to Hypnosis Weekly. Once again, in my own highly biased opinion, I think I have a wonderful show lined up for you today. Hypnosis Weekly is back after a little break. Uh, I know, I know it's so exciting. You just want to jump out of your seat and start singing the Baby Shark song. Baby Shark do 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 do. Let's get straight back into it, shall we? In a short while, I'll be sharing with you this week's interview with my guest, Meta Bergholt. Uh, Then we'll have this week's Hypnosis in the News stories, examining the media where the hypnosis has featured. And I'm going to offer up some personal subjective commentary on the ways that hypnosis gets portrayed in the media, but also comment on some of the content of those media stories. We then return with our professional discussion with my guest, Meta Bergholt. Um, We're going to be talking about uh, the new hypnotherapy association that she's running over in Denmark and and there's some very specific reasons why um, um, um and, and and why that what she's doing is putting such a smile on my face um we'll, we'll really get into that um we'll round things off with this week's uh, hypnosis evidence-based factoid before I bid you farewell for another week um as I say at the beginning of every hypnosis weekly episode mommy shut do 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 sorry Still excited about being back. Felt like I had to kind of do the second line of that very catchy tune. So uh, this podcast is something that I want to encompass a feeling of embracing diversity, celebrating the field of hypnosis and encouraging friendly, professional, enjoyable discussion and debate, as well as doing its best to inform and educate. I do not share the same stance as most of my guests and at times have major differences in approach and leaning, but all are incredibly lovely people who I'd happily talk with until later in the pub, and all of whom following their time here on Hypnosis Weekly, I have a great deal of respect for. If you have questions, queries, thoughts or feedback, do get in touch via the Hypnosis Weekly website. All the references made in the discussions, along with related links, are posted at each episode, uh, each episode's page on the website www.hypnosis-weekly.com. That's just Hypnosis Weekly with a hyphen in the middle dot com. You can add your thoughts, comments and make any suggestions there too. Please do share this podcast on Facebook, Twitter and anywhere else to help us reach more of the hypnosis community. It's greatly appreciated. If you enjoy this podcast, then please do go give us a favourable rating, even a review at iTunes. Uh, I'll be your BFF if you do. It takes five seconds and one or two clicks just to give us a favourable rating. Uh, it does us a world of good. Thank you very much. So first of all, uh, today is this week's interview with Meta Burkholt. Um As of now, you may not be aware of Meta, perhaps even less so if you're from outside of Denmark, where she's based. Um, And the only reason I say this is because, as you'll discover, Meta's not been in professional practice as a hypnotherapist or trainer for for, for many years. Um, I expect... 
and hope that you'll learn much more about her in future years. Um, um, she's an incredible lady. Um, Meta and I met face to face on a couple of my seminars that she attended, but we'd been in contact uh, long before that for a number of reasons. Um, I'm, I've always been impressed with Meta's strength of mind, determination. She's very much a woman who seeks a comprehensive understanding of her subject, as, as her expertise in other areas you know, amply demonstrates. She's recently set up a new hypnotherapy organisation in Denmark that we'll be discussing later on. Um, and while communicating with her about an upcoming event for that uh, organisation, I, I thought she'd make a great guest for this show. And I'm sure you'll think the same. I invited her on and the rest is history for now. Get comfy, my friends. Turn up the volume. Sip on your tea. Enjoy this week's interview. So, as I've just been discussing, I'm delighted to welcome to the show the one and only Meta Bergholt. Meta, welcome to Hypnosis Weekly. Thank you, Adam. So, let's learn a little bit about you. Tell us, um, tell us a little bit about your background. You know, how did you get into this field, and how have you arrived at where you are now? You know, the, the dizzy heights of being here speaking with me. Yeah. Um... I'm originally, some hundred years ago, um, uh, did my Master of Science in Economics. And a few years after that, I, I've done an uh, executive MBA. Yeah. I've been working 20 years, public sector, uh, most of them as a manager. Yeah. And, and at the moment, I am currently chief of business intelligence at Aarhus University. Yeah, and well. I... I do believe I must be the greenest uh, on your show so far because I've only been in this business for two years, less than two years. Well, well, you know, I, I think there are some people that are comparable to that. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. They all sound very experienced. Um, for me, it just started with, uh, like a lot of other people, uh, I had this problem. I had an allergy, a very strange one uh, itchy legs apparently connected to milk uh, but but all the tests were negative so i saw this uh, hypnotist and had it cured completely wow. and i was baffled with that i yeah. i I, re I really it took me actually uh, six months to to really accept that that it was true but uh, it was gone yeah. Um, uh, so uh, he, he he kept on saying, "You can do it yourself now. You can do it yourself." And and I got really curious about that. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to to dig into self hypnosis. I never dreamt I would end up here, but uh, I started looking for training. I wanted to do it uh, the right way, so I wanted to learn it all. I just couldn't find any any courses or any training that was only uh, self-hypnosis. So after a while, I just decided to go all in and, and did a diploma uh, instead because there was elements of, uh, of the self-hypnosis. Um, and then, again, I never planned to work, to work on anybody else but perhaps my family and closest friends for fun or something like that and then use the self-hypnosis but uh, we we had to do 10 test clients and yeah. uh, and then you get your feet wet yeah. and you 
Yeah, and 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 I discovered how wonderful and fantastic this world is, and these tools are, and I just got hooked, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, just after graduating, one of the teachers offered me a position uh, at her clinic, so that was too tempting. So I tried that for a few months, and uh, and then I decided to be my own boss. Yeah. Uh, I'm not. I'm not all in uh, yet. I don't know if I ever will be. I'm. I'm thinking maybe. Maybe the last 10, 15 years of my career. But right now, I do love my day job too. So, I'm splitting my attention between the two. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, and and you know you are you're also you know making making big waves in 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 your country in Denmark with regards to some of the <coughs> some of the some of the things that we're going to speak about in the second in the second part of today's show um, which which we'll come on to then um, um so, so tell me wh- where are you at then with regards to hypnosis um, um tell me a little bit you know you know how, how do you define hypnosis if you do how how did you arrive at that and and how do you explain hypnosis to to clients or other people or even people within your within your, your your other work environment when they ask about it. Yeah, um, my first training was based on on the traditional uh, reg- re- regression to course. Uh, so so that was my leaning in the beginning, and I absolutely believed that, and I absolutely believed that was the only thing, and and and, and I didn't know that there's so much more. Uh, then I attended my first hypnosis convention and meeting people from different backgrounds, different views and other schools. And that actually turned my world upside down once more. Uh, shortly after that, I enrolled, decided to enroll on your diploma. And I also did a street hypnosis seminar with Anthony Diakon in Copenhagen. And we were out doing the streets and... So, so things went very fast from from there, and uh, I, I can say uh, I heard some of your guests say this before. The only thing I know is that I don't know yet how to completely define it, um, but I think, and since nobody exactly knows what hypnosis is, I of course don't either, but. I believe that we are doing what we call hypnosis whenever we truly transform our thinking, our feelings, or our behavior. And the transformation can be either positive or negative. And uh, when this uh, transformation is negative, it's mostly unintentional. Uh, so we probably wouldn't call it traditional hypnosis, but I think it's the same mechanisms. Um, we have at play. And sometimes the positive transformations can happen unintended as well. Um, So when we deliberately use what we call hypnosis, we can direct or even self-direct the transformation using various techniques, uh, sometimes in the form of uh, visualization, might be thought experiments, uh, etc., and the tr- these these transformations seems to be happening automatically. Yeah. So it's not a clear-cut definition, but to me, hypnosis is an intentional or an intentional mental process that we do, uh, some, uh, that will generate some transformational change, which can be yeah. good or bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Okay. That's pretty. That's pretty much where I'm at right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. That will probably change over yeah. time. I suspect. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I have changed. Uh, I've changed my stance on hypnosis annually yeah. for the last uh, uh, for yeah. more than the last twenty years. Um, yeah. um, so you mentioned a few people there. Just tell me about. Tell me some of the some of the influences. Um, some of some of your major influences. Um, um, maybe some of the books, some of the authors, some of the teachers that have been influential upon you, and and even perhaps some of the reasons why. Yeah. Um... <laughs> The, the, the one person from this community who has been the most influential upon me is, uh, is a person that uh, you know him too, uh, a former student of yours, uh, Michael Belligianis. Yeah. He is, uh, yeah, he's a Danish uh, hypnotist. He's got this enormous knowledge base and yeah. he's so generously sharing it. He really wants people to to know he, he's not like teaching people or tell them tell them how to do it how to be how to think but he just wants people to know what to choose from he does it in the most respectful way and even when he disagrees and when people get agitated he'll keep calm polite be factual i totally admire him for that and yeah. and he was the first one to to spin me around at that convention and, and let me know that there was this was a very very big world there's so, so much in it um so yeah. so that yeah I'll have to get Michael to come on the show you know yes, I, I you communicate will. with him so regularly I yeah. should say to him come on the show yeah, yeah. so uh, so much more diversity in the field than I thought first yeah uh, you usually ask about books and authors and I don't yeah. really have uh, particular books I it's uh, it's not so much the books I learn from I get inspired of course but and I love uh, Anthony's reality is plastic mm -hmm. and that that Michael actually uh, translated into Danish yeah. uh, but I would say I learned so much more from interacting with people or from actually from hearing podcasts such as yours or Howard Cooper's and when something catches my attention I just dig in, try to read more, explore it, check it out, perhaps incorporate it in, in my own work. And yeah. I can give you a few examples if you would like. Yeah, yeah, please do. Yeah. Uh, I do remember, I think it was one of your first podcasts where you, uh, were, you were talking with the guest about this uh, method where you tell the client to imagine you're going on a holiday uh, in outer space or some, somewhere where you can't do the problem and I'll do it for you. Yeah. Uh, please explain to me how to do it. That's mm. that the first time I heard that. I think this is brilliant. Yeah. And, uh, and I've been using it ever since. And then there was the James Brown interview. I think it was where he, there was this young man who had a fear of uh, beer mats. Yeah. Um, yeah. And how he did absolutely nothing, but just had him close his eyes and he did nothing. And yeah. the fear went away anyway. And, yeah. and he made the point that sometimes we just need that excuse to let go. Yeah. I, I don't know if I, if I actually use that, but I have it in the back of my mind and I think it's fascinating thought. Yeah, yeah. What it represents is really interesting as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I um um uh, uh, there's some lovely things there. Um, uh, now now uh, after I after I had met you um, for mm -hmm. the first time, mm -hmm. um, um, I know when you you went back to Denmark and you decided um, um um in your home I believe 
to 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 hack off to use a knife and to hack off you know to really test your self hypnosis skills course, that you've yeah. learned with me and yes. and to hack off half of half of your uh, a fingernail a thumbnail yeah. uh, um take a picture of it use your self hypnosis and it was really great i mean i mean it was it was hardcore graphic um representation of a real life application of self hypnosis that you did um um in in in, in and it was great and it was great and and i know michael and i um, um we're both we're both just just really enthusiastic about this um, yeah. um, um, um now d- tell me tell me um, um, um uh, with 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 this in mind and with <coughs> with some of your other experience um, what, what has been some of the or one of the most impressive applications of hypnosis that you've that you've directly witnessed well that is the one adam uh, i and 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 i think it ties a wonderful well, yeah, talk, talk us on, through it as well yeah. I, I i will tell you about it yeah yeah and, and and I skipped the, the question where you ask what teachers has been the most influential. Ah. So I can put it in now because I need to embarrass you a little bit but because it is you. Uh, I have learned so much and especially that uh, self-hypnosis seminar. And I, I did start out in this business uh, wanting to learn self-hypnosis. And, and the first take was kind of spiritual and not what I, what I was really looking for. So back in Bournemouth, uh, things clicked in place for me and and I had this uh, wonderful wonderful experience I wasn't very good at, at all the other stuff uh, I can't get a hand stuck and I can't forget my name and I can't do a lot of those things so I was quite skeptical about the the needle through my arm I had decided to do it anyways and if it hurt it would hurt <laughs> so when I opened my eyes and I actually waited because I was sitting next to this uh, uh, Greek surgeon and I had asked him to film it uh, yeah. if he was done before me so I wanted him to be done first yeah so I could get it on film yeah. uh, and then you came over and and you touched my arm I couldn't even feel the touch and yeah. I couldn't feel the needle I was looking away, but I couldn't feel anything. And and then when I was looking down, the needle was there, and I was really surprised. Um, so so that that was what I needed. I got quite confident at my ability to to remove pain yeah. from myself. And uh, I did it on the plane on the way home. I sometimes get those headaches when they uh, take off and and when they land. And I did, and and I removed that too. Uh, but you're right. Uh, a few weeks after I got home, a busy morning, I was chopping some kale and uh, half of my fingernail <laughs> got chopped away and it was bleeding a lot. Uh, yes. and, and while my husband was uh, looking for some band-aid, I, I, just, I just got the thought, hey, you can, you can stop this. So leaning over the sink, bleeding like hell, I just uh, closed my eyes and, and, and started doing exactly the same. And, and I mainly imagine those little switches that I switch off. But I also yeah. do some of the uh, ice cubes and, and, and stuff. Yeah. And it worked wonderfully. It, uh, the, the pain uh, just uh, was back the day after when I was in the shower and the hot water came back. And I had to do it again. And then a few days later in the gym. Uh, when exercising, blood pumping, uh, it was back, and I, I, I actually did it in the gym, uh, and 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 shut off the pain once more. So yeah. I know I can do that now, and I've been using it ever since. Yeah, 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 a- a- amazing, amazing. Yeah, and, yeah, and one of the one of the reasons that that we do 
that, that, that we ever do that application um, um, in, in a class is is to, to develop belief because I think that belief and expectation and being able to put oneself in a mindset where we just kind of believe something, believe in in, in our body's capability and believe in our mind's capability to do something um, is, is is really important is really important to the self-hypnosis process, you know, creates, yeah. creates a lot of expectation, creates a lot of, um, um, things that are, that, that, that I would consider to be really important. And, and, you know, you, 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 you illustrated that beautifully, beautifully. Thank you for sharing. And, and, you know, I love the fact that at the time you, you even took a photograph and, and shared it on, on, yeah. on the Facebook group. Yeah. Um, so tell me, if we could go back a couple of years to when you started out mm. as a hypnotherapist or you know and, and exploring being a hypnosis professional knowing the stuff that you know now on your journey um and as a result of this journey that you've been on um, um is there anything you would do differently and if so what is there any advice that the person that you are today would give that that younger version of you and would you extend that advice to to, to the hypnotherapists that, that tune in and listen to the show uh, well, Adam, I could get where I am faster if I did it differently, but uh, this question has made me think, would I change anything? And no, I wouldn't. Mm. I absolutely love every step I've taken here, and I love every uh, – I wouldn't change a single thing because all the people I've met, everything I've seen, done, tried – uh, and, I, and I just love and admire and I respect all the people I've met along the way. So if I changed, maybe I wouldn't have met those people. Uh, so no, I wouldn't change anything. I would give some advice <laughs> to yeah. to to the new uh, to the new in the business. Uh, that would be to reach out and really not be afraid to ask the hot shots for advice, because. They are so generous and really, really want to help. I, I, our relationship started with, with me writing a letter. I had some questions about your, your take on NLP. And I think I got like five pages back. Uh, it's been like that yeah, for I, me I, with I, I, everybody. I, 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 I. I'm known to have a few things to say on these yeah. subjects. Yes, <laughs> but you also take the time to do it, and and really explain uh, and 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 try to help and everybody I've reached out to uh, has been like that. Uh, I have never been in in a in a field uh, a community with with so much uh, willingness to help and and to to uh, to make people better. So that just just reach out. That's what I would tell uh, a newcomer. And I would uh, also tell them to to spend some time looking into the field. There's much more than and than what you just uh, meet uh, by by the fast search. Uh, the, it, it's very it's very diverse and and there's so much to to look into so that you don't spend too much time in a in a direction that you're gonna leave anyway. Uh, and 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 my last point would be to be very very aware and grateful for being here because it's the it is the best place to be. Yeah, 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 yeah. Great, great advice. Great advice. Tell me, um, um, we're, we're, we're going to speak. We're going to speak in some detail um, about about uh, about a kind of direction 
that, that, that you're quite passionate about. Um, mm-hmm. um, but for now, where, where can people go to learn more about you, your work and your approach and everything else? Yeah, uh, I forgot to mention that I, I also, besides my, my therapy practice, I have, um, I also do um, events. Yeah. Started recently. Um, it was uh, it was actually by chance uh, because uh, this spring uh, Howard Cooper was arranging the seminar uh, with uh, Jürgen Rasmussen, the psychological illusion model, and I was I really wanted to go, but I couldn't because I had some vacation planned with my mother, and then I thought um, he must come to Denmark. So I just uh, wrote to him, "Do you want to come to Denmark to the seminar?" And yes, he did, and and I gathered some ten or eleven people, and and we did it, and it, it was a lovely experience, and 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 I thought that would just be the one time, but after that I decided I I need to do this, so so right now I'm I'm having Melissa Tears over in, in November, yeah, and uh, and uh, if anybody out there is listening and think that it would be cool, I have some some stuff to to teach and i would like to go to denmark please do reach out uh, my website is changework.events and uh, there's changework.events there will be a link to that over the this this particular page um, yeah. um uh, 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 this episode's page of the hypnosis weekly website as well yeah and that page will explain what what I'm all about uh, in regards yeah. to the booking, and it is in English. Uh, my other uh, sites are in Danish. Uh, I do have changework.dk, and you can also reach me on Facebook. Just search my name, and great. I'll be there. Great, I'll send you great. the links. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's lovely. That's lovely. Um, um, um we are going to be right back uh, with Meta in a short while, talking about some really exciting things that she's doing over in Denmark. Um, um, um so stay tuned. We'll be back with Meta Burkholt in just a few short moments. <music> I really enjoyed that. Uh, Daddy shark. Do, 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 do. Yep. Yes, indeed. My kids have got me into it. Uh, I felt that having done baby and mommy, um, I kind of had to do the daddy shark section. Anyway, on to this week's hypnosis in the news slot then. This week, uh, I'm just mentioning one story, uh, as, as is often the case when I feel strongly about a particular story. Um um, um, and and so so the, the story this week is was was to, featured in the Daily Mirror, um, and it was uh, entitled uh, just just in the last week or so uh, was entitled "Would Hypnosis Work on You? Take This Quiz to Find Out." Okay, so that's the title of the story. Would hypnosis work on you? Take this quiz to find out. I'm always alerted and my heart rate starts to raise every time I read something like, would hypnosis work on you? On you. You know, on you. What, what, what? Like, it, like it's an ointment or a tablet or a hat. You know, it does not work on you. And what this implies is that the recipient, you know, the subject, the patient is simply passive, waiting for the hypnosis to be wielded or applied in some way. 
It's not like a like a suppository that you shove up your backside, then sit very slightly, comfortably waiting for a lightning bolt up your bum, and ta-da, you're hypnotised and cured of your sighted issue, um, or not, as the case may be. And each individual has to engage, collaborate, apply themselves, not just have uh, have hypnosis done on them. You know, a bird poos on you. Hypnosis does not happen on you. Okay, hypnosis is different to bird poo. Okay, you know. Anyway, I think the point um, that I'm looking at communicating here is that the headline was flawed um, um, in my book. And that's why I have this slot on the podcast, you know, because I want to highlight what we're up against, what we're working against, what we're striving to educate um, about and around and through. The mainstream media simply perpetuate this kind of misinformation and, and, and nonsense. The article subtitle then states... I'll quote them. Most people view hypnosis as a joke, but it is very real. Hypnosis can help battle things like sleepwalking and amnesia, but it doesn't work on just anyone. Okay, so again, it does not work on or off people. But, but you know, while you are on that subject, you are wrong. Anyone can indeed use hypnosis. Anyone can. Some won't. Some don't. But everyone and anyone of sound mind can. You've then got the lazy and predictable set of images like a swinging watch, a a lady lying on a couch with some sort of crystal being dangled onto her forehead. And then some sentences start introducing the test, you know, that this article, that's the central feature of this article. Um, um, I I do also just want to say, you know, you know, things like amnesia, you know, suggesting that hypnosis can help with things like amnesia is probably quite misleading as well. Um, um, you know, it's, this is massively flawed. It's something I've spoken about in, in, in previous editions of the, this podcast, so I won't repeat that. Um, I mean, I've written articles about it and so on. Anyhow, they go on. Um, the article then runs the susceptibility test, which which could have merits. You know, susceptibility testing is something that that that, that occurs within research. Um, um, however, it's not like you know th- th- this this Daily Mirror version. It's not like any of the susceptibility or suggestibility tests to have featured in any research that I'm aware of. Um, but a couple of the questions do aim to test if your if when your imagination is stimulated, whether that leads to sensations or related feelings of some some kind and, and and you know so a couple of those bits sort of make sense with regards to what the aim of the article is about however you know some of it is, is just irrelevant nonsense asking you about early memories where you'd ways that you'd react to, to particular scenarios and gives you very limited choices you know um, to, to then to then so-called determine if you are actually suggestible or susceptible when it comes to hypnosis so I I ran, I ran my, my, I ran the test. Uh, once I had answered the questions, um, it calculates that I am, and I'll quote them. It says, "I am easily hypnotized. You're very susceptible to hypnosis and could easily be put under a trance, and could easily be put under a trance." Now then. I've taken some deep breaths. Those of you that are regular listeners, those of you who know me, have studied with me, read my books, read my blogs, followed my YouTube channel, you know, you know that my head was close to exploding at this point. Firstly, I tend to think that the word trance is is as being massively misleading. And evidence, you know, by Stephen Lynn and colleagues even shows that the word used in a hypnotic setting reduces suggestibility. 
Um, if you Google Adam Eaton, hypnotherapist using word trance and watch my video on that subject, um, um, you'll learn more. Um, in fact, I'll include a link to that video on this episode's page of the Hypnosis Weekly website. Go watch that video um, um, if you want to learn more about that particular topic, the evidence to support the things that I'm saying in that regard. However, the use of the word trance is not my major point. I don't mind that so much, to be honest. You know, I can cope with that. But when used in conjunction with could easily be put under. Could easily be put under. Under is pejorative. You know, you're not going under anything. Hypnosis is not bird poo. You know, I've tried to get that message across. It's not a blancmange that you dive into or go under. Likewise, it's not like having a general anesthesia whereby you go under or are zonked out. You know, unless you're one of those guys that puts whale music on, throws a cro crochet blanket, starts doing the, the hush FM DJ voice thing and starts just boring people to sleep. You know, again, hypnosis is not some sort of bizarre altered state that renders you inanimate. It is a skill, a process, something you actively do, you engage in, you collaborate if you then go on to read the comments of people agreeing or disputing the findings of the test um, I'm in the article, um, it, it, it just strikes me as a real shame because you see that people are simply discussing whether or not hypnosis can be done to them or on them. Just people saying, you know, I went to see one of the world's most famous hypnotherapists and he couldn't do it to me. You know, I just don't get that. You know, how, how on earth has hypnosis been conceptualized to them? So just a number of different people. The, the only comments really are discussing whether or not hypnosis can be done to them or on them. And they simply are, are there agreeing with the presupposition, the inferred premise of the entire article that hypnosis is done to us or on us rather than being a skill or a process we engage in or something we can learn to become better at. It massively perpetuates myth. It reinforces outdated, outmoded notions of what hypnosis is. You know, it's fallacious at best. Pa, there you go. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we're just back and I'm getting on with a right, proper royal whinge. Uh, there's a link to this story at this episode's page of the Hypnosis Weekly website. You know, go find out how susceptible you are according to the Daily Mirror. Hmm. Next up, then, we have this week's professional discussion. I welcome back Meta Bergholt. Um, I'm going to be speaking at an event run by Meta's new hypnotherapy organization in Denmark later this year. Um, um, when we were discussing it, you know, the, the, the ethics, the ideology and the reasons for her doing this and creating, you know, jointly creating this organization um, um, and, and, and my discussions with her, it, it, it just made me want to, to ask her to come and be on the show because so much of her thought process mirrors my own. Um, so anyway, let's get on with it. Let's have a listen to it. Here is this week's professional discussion talking about all all about the, the Association for Hypnotists and Hypnotherapists in Denmark. Enjoy. So I'm back uh, and uh, joined once again by this week's guest, Meta Bergholt. And um. Well, one of the main reasons that I was I was keen and, and one of the main reasons that I asked Meta to come on to the show is um, I'm, I was really excited by, by not just her journey that she's been talking about in, in, in the interview section today, 
but really excited about something that she's doing. It's kind of like it's kind of like a, a modern version of something that really reminded me of myself um, um, when I when I set up when I've set up organisations when I've looked to to sort of develop the field, which has been something that's been really important to me. Um, um, Meta, welcome back. Um, first Thank of all, um, um, j just tell us t t t tell us what it is that you're doing. So so you and some colleagues have set up a new organisation. Tell us what what is it, um, 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 and just tell us a little bit about the organisation first of all. Yes, yes, we are a few people who who want to create this new association for hypnotists and hypnotherapists. We we want to embrace the diversity within the field. Uh, so uh, we are doing that by by inviting uh, both uh, the therapy side and the entertainment side. And that's, of course, kind of a challenge because uh, we only have the hypnosis in common. But it's important for us. We think we can learn a lot from each other. And we also want to embrace the different schools and the different approaches. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's, it's kind of uh, the, the, the main goal, the DNA, is embracing diversity. Yeah, within, yeah, within yeah. the field, uh, we are very sure we can we can lift each other up. Yeah. And um, for me, we we probably have different reasons for doing this, and we've put in quite a lot of work uh, the last few months. I'll get back to that. But for me, it's uh, it's uh, it's not so important which school you belong to, which approaches you choose, as long as you know what the choices are. That's yes. my mission. I want people to know what choices we have. I want them to know that there are different schools, different views, different approaches. And I want them to know what the pros and cons are. Uh, it's, it's, it's very damaging to the field, I believe, when people go out and talk about uh, different subjects in hypnosis as if they are facts and don't even know the full story or the opposing views or contradictory evidence. Um, there's a bit too much of that, in my opinion, just stating stuff as facts. Yeah. And then we, we also want to, to uh, get, get all the knowledge out there, uh, all, the, all the science, all the, all the evidence. We want it to be known because it's not right now. Uh, we want to influence government, we want to influence in insurance companies and let them know that we have a much better uh, base, we have much better results than some of the other complementary therapies that they do support at the moment in Denmark. Yeah. And uh, on the internal, uh, in internal lines for, for, for the members, we want to... Uh, help them, of course, uh, with uh, insurance. We are not there yet. We are working on it. Advice, uh, and and we have this uh, special Danish uh, governmental certification called uh, RAB. We want to qualify uh, to be the organization that can give that certification. Yeah. Uh, and we want wow. to promote promote critical thinking, discussions, debate, and spread knowledge about. The evidence, yeah. as I said, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I, I, one of the things that you said there really sings with me. You know, I, 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 I kind of, it, it's like I almost repeat a particular point that you just made there in virtually everything I do, and that is, you know, if someone wants to, 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 to argue with me about 
the subject or somebody wants to debate it or discuss it, at the very least, they must know both sides of the argument. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and so many people in this field are just taught a singular model. And they're just taught, okay, this is how to do it, and that is fact. And people leave that training heavily invested in that yeah. model and yeah. don't know of anything different and then just defend it and just defend it and and, and find it um, um, offensive if anybody ever questions that. Um, um, and, and so, you know, it's okay to support a particular model, but at least yeah, know absolutely. what the evidence is against it. At least know that and be educated enough yeah. To know that, um, 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 so 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 tell me, so so what what happened then? You and some like-minded individuals came together. Yeah, it started out with some discussion uh, on on Facebook, and and it, it it seemed there seemed to be a lot of people supporting the idea, uh, and and I think it was back in April this year, some of us uh, we decided to meet up and see if we if we would do it or not. And only ten people showed up actually, and 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 all ten got elected for something. Nine for the board, and one as an accountant. <laughs> so and that's how it goes, isn't it? Um, yeah. And 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 the ten of us have been working very very hard. Uh, I've done the website, and and we are taking members. We have we already have seventy paying members, and uh, we have this. Uh, convention uh, going on in September we'll get back to that yeah. uh, so so we have been really busy really extremely busy and there's a lot of work to do uh, but but I think we've got enough for, for a very good start and I'm sure we'll be a hundred by Christmas Wow uh, that's I mean, my that, is, that is incredible that is yeah. incredible absolutely yeah. brilliant yeah. Um, um, I love you know that 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 that's just yeah, great. I love to hear that. Um, um, and and so, is is there any kind of central philosophy, um, or um, or, or kind of ethos that is underpinning the organisation? Well, we are the first democratic uh, organization in Denmark, I believe, uh, unless there's something I don't know. Uh, so that was uh, that was what actually started the talk that that the other existing organizations weren't democratic. We want the board to be elected. So so of course that means that that the 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 aim can change over time, but the. People in it right now are very much working on the you know, what I said embracing, and it's uh, it's the main goal that we embrace the whole field, uh, and we want to spread knowledge, and we want to promote the field. Yeah. That's mainly mainly yeah. mainly it for now. But we are we are hoping to. We have the general assembly uh, in September too, and we are hoping to get uh, more people on board who will who will uh, form groups and and work on on whatever they feel is important. Yeah. Spirit spirit minded people with excess energy would yeah. be nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I I know exactly what you mean with regards to that. Um, yeah. um, so, so, so you've got, you've got plans, you've got some plans. Tell us about some of the plans and some of the future um, that you, that you envisage and, and so on. Yes. The most important uh, plan right now is the convention in September, uh, where I, I believe we have a killer convention. We have, uh, we, have we, we, I reached out to you uh, to discuss with you, 
think that we could draw some of the some of the hot shots from, from yeah. England and 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 you volunteered to do it too. So we have you uh, doing a workshop. Uh, I think you should tell us a little bit about that, but I'll tell you about the others first. We have uh, Jürgen Rasmussen. Uh, Uh, doing a workshop about his uh, psychological illusion model. Uh, he's arguing that uh, what we call mental illness is a myth, an illusion. Yeah. Uh, and we have Calvin Banyan uh, doing a workshop on hypnotic age regression. And then we have uh, James Brown doing pickpocketing. Uh, and as he states, it's all about attention management and confidence. Yeah. So we are uh, trying yeah, you, to. Uh, you need to like do not wear expensive watches to that workshop. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then we have a Danish um, TV guru, <laughs> if I may call him that, uh, uh, Jan Hellesø, who who is doing uh, those uh, shows, uh, you know, where doing yeah. crazy crazy stuff, uh, having people amazed. So, in in this um, in this group of people, we are trying to again embrace both the entertainment side and the therapy side. And your uh, workshop is uh, challenging received wisdom of the hypnotherapy field. Yeah. And I think you should say a, a few words about it. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, there's a, yeah, yeah there, there's a whole bunch of stuff. Um, um, a lot of the things that, that, that one of my bugbears is exactly this point that I was that I was mentioning to you earlier about, you know, I think it's essential that everybody just learns both sides of a debate, both sides of a discussion. And instead of just being spoon fed singular models, and there's this kind of thread, this vein of um, of kind of received, so-called received wisdom that just flows through the, the field of hypnotherapy that everybody just assumes is correct. Whereas actually, if you look at, you know, quality evidence, there's a lot to refute that. Um, You know, so a lot of notions people people know that I've written about and I speak about a great deal. Um, that is things like questioning whether hypnosis is anything to do with an unconscious mind, let alone whether such a thing as an unconscious mind actually exists. Um, um, and questioning um, the, the 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 approaches of regression as 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 a kind of you know central tool and approach in the field of of hypnosis. Um, looking at whether whether rapport is as important as a lot of people say it is, as far as change is concerned, um, and and a number of other things. I'm. So, so a lot of people will be very familiar with some of those things that I've spoken about. However, um, there is going to be a couple of exclusive elements that I'm going to be speaking about while we are there, because um, um, some of the things that are that, that we're just discovering within my own ongoing research at the moment, things that are going to be published in 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 journal uh, in journal papers in upcoming upcoming months, um, um, they will be announced for the first time in those in those journal our research findings. Oh, great, great, um, um, great. That, that I'm going to present in in September in in Denmark as well, um, um, and and one of them is going to be highly highly controversial and will will polarize opinion, and it's going to be you know, suggesting something along the lines of self-hypnosis is far more efficacious than hetero-hypnosis, 
for mm. example. Mm. Um, and I'm going to show all the evidence for that and the reasons why and support that argument, for example. So I'm going to really get into that as well. So we're going to, yeah, we're going to go into a whole bunch of stuff. Um, um, and, and I think, um, you know, th th there's, th there's an air of me that is going to be portrayed as devil's advocate a little bit, um, um, of course, of course. But yeah. what's always really important to me as far as these types of things are concerned is that my singular aim is not just to piss people off. It's not just to upset people or ruffle their feathers. It is to further this field. Yeah. It is to move it forward, to bring it out of the darkness a little bit. Um, I was speaking to... Um, I'm a highly recognized, well-known um, 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 hypnosis researcher and academic and therapist um, 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 uh, a few weeks ago um, who was um, adjudicating um, on, the, on the master's program that I lecture on at Bournemouth University. And he was just saying, look, you know, the field of hypnotherapy in and of itself um, really hasn't moved on very much in the last 50 years and one of the reasons that that I you know I, I, I think that is is simply because um, people refuse to take you know people people just want to confirm what they already know yeah. rather than learn new things and rather than develop rather than read you know rather than read <laughs> so <laughs> few people actually read stuff yeah. You know, and, and, and teaching these things does mean you've got to read and study and explore and understand. So, yeah, you know, um, 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 I, 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 that's what we're going to be talking about. And, um, you know, I'm really excited about it. You know, I, yeah, I, I, I'll, me too. I'm so going to be doing it. You know, I'm doing it 100 percent with the view of, of trying to keep friends as well. You know, yeah, so, yeah. Um, um, you know, I, I, I did my best not to do it in, in, in any anything like an obnoxious fashion. <laughs> good yeah <laughs> this will be so good and yeah. then of course we'll end it all off for, by by a debate we'll have a debate with the the the, the people uh, i mentioned before on the workshop people uh the five of you and uh we have some some topics we'll be debating uh very inspired from the debate you i think you orchestrated it in Last year's UK hypnosis convention. Yeah, is that yeah, 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 yeah. We had a panel. Uh, we had a panel um, to do a Friday night live um, 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 panel um, um, version, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're doing it again this year. Funnily enough, yeah. Jurgen is going to be on that on on this one this year um, at the UK hypnosis convention as well. Along so with, you 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 um, get to practice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Along with a whole bunch of people from yeah. um, um, from from around the world and and so on, you know. And, and and I think it makes for for something really stimulating, especially when the people there, you know, are are open and friendly yeah. and yeah. and so on. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, and well informed. And, so, and, so, and, and it was so obvious to do that because it's it's exactly what we are about yeah. enlightening uh, making making embracing making room for for discussion making room for different views and 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 so on so it's uh, it's so appropriate i think yeah uh, to do this yeah uh, yeah yeah i think yeah. so and you know it's it's wonderful that you are doing that in denmark um it really is um um, tell me then, where, where can people go to learn more about the organization, to learn more about this event and, and so on? 
Yeah, the event is uh, open to people from from other countries as well because it 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 will all be in English this year. So I made an English version of the event on our web page. But you go to our web page, which is uh, fhhd.dk, and fhhd.dk. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and if you don't know Danish, you can just uh, press on the little English flag, and you yeah. can get only only the event uh, in English, and yeah. uh, write write an email. It it has the instructions for how to buy tickets if you want to join. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And 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 on on the Danish version, we have a little more about who we are, what we want to do, and and stuff like that. So yeah. do go and check it out. Yeah, have a good read. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, I'm 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 going to go. I'm going to be sharing that um, on the website of the Association yeah. for Hypnotists and Hypnotherapists in Denmark. Um, um, and I'm I'm really looking forward to coming and being a part of your your inaugural. Um, um, event um, um, in September, um, um, and and really looking forward to. I'm really looking forward to, to to watching. You know how how you and your organisation progress and and proceed with this. You know it's such a lovely ethos and such a lovely thing that you are doing. Um, um, and really, all that leaves uh, for me to say is thank you. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for sharing. Um, um, and sharing about what you're doing and and for getting me excited about these things. <laughs> Thank you, Adam. Thank you very much for having me. I really enjoyed that. It was lovely speaking to Meta. Um, I wish her and her organisation all the very best going forward. And I hope more people in the world adopt that kind of ethos and striving for these highest standards of education and really looking for a depth of understanding about hypnosis and, and you know, challenging received wisdom and not just kind of accepting everything, look at, seeking for evidence that supports what it is that we're taught and how it is that we're educated within this field, you know, really looking to, to raise the standards. Uh, raise the bar. Okay, I'm on to our evidence-based hypnosis factoid of the week. And the fact of the week is this. Hypnosis can create mirrored self-misidentification. Mirrored self-misidentification. This is fascinating. I think it's very cool. Um, um, very good quality research has shown that hypnosis can be used to temporarily create and recreate mirrored self misidentification, which is the, the delusional belief that the person one sees in the mirror is a stranger. So following a hypnotic suggestion to see a stranger in the mirror, some subjects described seeing a stranger with physical characteristics different to their own. So whereas the, the subject's belief about seeing a stranger, um, you know, that those beliefs were clearly false, they had no difficulty generating sensible reasons to explain the stranger's presence. Um, and, and these findings really highlight the advantages of using hypnosis to explore delusional beliefs, you know, and the creation of delusional beliefs, but also, you know, the, 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 the sort of altering um, um, of, of problematic delusional beliefs. Um, a link um, to the, I've given a links to a number of research papers um, over on this episode's page of the Hypnosis Weekly website. Um, um, that that, that well, if you want to go and read more about those those studies because they're fascinating. That they're, they're, they're brilliant. Um, that's it for this week's ninety third edition 
Um, I know you wanted me to sing the rest of the Baby Shark song, but you'll have to get your fix of that song by Googling it, joining the billions of others who watch it daily. Um, I do have many more exciting guests that are welcome to Hypnosis Weekly in coming editions. We'll be discussing, debating, celebrating, and above all, remaining friends. Next time out, um, I welcome Karen Puttick to the show, discussing her Imaginator creation. Um, um, and then we have some, some, some more um, 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 equally cool guests on the show um, in subsequent weeks. Uh, stuff that we've got in the can already, and I'm really excited to be sharing with all of that with you. All the references made in the discussions, along with related links, are posted at each episode on the Hypnosis Weekly website, www.hypnosisweekly.com. I absolutely welcome your thoughts, comments, suggestions, and questions. So do please message me uh, or add them on the Hypnosis Weekly website, and I'll make sure they are addressed, answered, and explored accordingly. Please do share this podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and anywhere else. It really helps us reach the hypnosis field. My thanks again to Meta Bergholt. My thanks to you for tuning in and tuning back in with us. My name is Adam Eason. This has been Hypnosis Weekly. Until next time, run away, do-do-do-do-do-do. Goodbye for now. Mm-hmm.